Well, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ and Merry Christmas. What I'm preparing to record for you now is my Christmas Eve sermon that will be delivered tonight at Calvary United Methodist Church at 5 o'clock and 8 o'clock p.m. I'll begin with the scripture lesson which comes from the Gospel according to John chapter 1 verses 1 through 5 and 10 through 14, the story of the Incarnation. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of humanity. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. He was in the world, and, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of a human decision, nor a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we come to you to seriously consider the incarnation of sweet little Jesus, boy, may your grace and truth shine upon us, helping us to actively listen and critically think that we may radically love others as you have loved us. All this we pray in the name of Jesus, the Christ. Amen. Have you ever received a gift you didn't know was a gift at the time you received it? My parents gifted me with music and song long before I knew they gave it to me. They were both excellent musicians, formally trained, and, and worked either part-time or full-time in various churches for most of my childhood. Now at 70, my mother continues to serve on staff as the organist at First United Methodist Church in Johnson City, Tennessee. Y'all, the lady's got chops. She's still rocking out. And my father still sings in the choir, sings solos, and occasionally substitutes for the choir director at First United Methodist in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Though my parents often worked in different churches when I was growing up, they would occasionally perform together in public. Whether in public or private, though, there was one song I heard sung every Christmas until I was 18 years old. Sweet little Jesus boy. Dad would sing. Mom would play the piano. What my parents didn't know then is that whenever they made music together, I stopped what I was doing and I listened. Now, I might have been playing with my G.I. Joes or my Transformers or, or later on my Atari or then the Nintendo Entertainment System. Y'all, I really like Duck Hunt and The Legend of Zelda. But no matter what I was doing, I would stop and listen. Why, sometimes I'd even sneak into the room next to them and, and sit quietly against the wall just to listen. The music my parents made when they were married was a beautiful gift. A gift given to me that I didn't know I was receiving at the time. Their gift to me is now a precious memory etched into the fabric of my soul that has shaped the Jesus in me. 
It is also a gift I continue using now in my own ministry. I learned a great deal about Jesus from the music my parents made, especially when they performed the Christmas spiritual, Sweet Little Jesus Boy. The lyrics of the song, set in the style of an African-American spiritual, teach about the incarnation of Jesus Christ. Now, what do I mean by incarnation? Well, incarnation is Christian vernacular for God becoming flesh in Jesus Christ. And the key verse for the incarnation is found in the 14th verse of tonight's scripture lesson from the Gospel according to John. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. The point of the incarnation is that Jesus moved into the neighborhood of humanity and he never moved out. Jesus has tangibly been with every generation since his birth in Bethlehem more than 2,000 years ago. Robert McGimsey, who was born and raised in Louisiana, was a lawyer living in New York City in 1934 when he wrote Sweet Little Jesus Boy. As he headed home late after a worship one snowy Christmas Eve, he was struck by the drunkenness of the Christmas parties he passed on his way home. He found himself puzzled by how disconnected people were from the meaning of Christmas. McGimsey recalled what Christmas was like for his black friends and neighbors back home in, in Louisiana. You see, for them, Christmas was an opportunity to draw closer to God with prayer and deeply meaningful songs of praise. And so on that Christmas Eve, he wrote, Sweet little Jesus boy, they made you be born in a manger. Sweet little holy child, didn't know who you was. Didn't know you'd come to save us, Lord, to take our sins away. Our eyes was blind, we couldn't see. We didn't know who you was. These lyrics are a vivid reminder that through Jesus, God became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood of humanity. And we didn't recognize him as God. John's gospel reminds us Jesus was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world didn't recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. The world received a gift in Jesus that it didn't know it was receiving. Jesus moved into the neighborhood, shining hope and peace and joy and love and shining all of them in the darkness of humanity. Yet the world had been in darkness for so long, it didn't really know what to do with Jesus' light. Even when Jesus came to the one people that should have known he was God, even when he moved into the neighborhood to heal the sick, feed the hungry, include the outcasts, speak against corruption, and resurrect the dead. Even when Jesus did all this and so much more, the majority of the world just didn't know who he was. Thanks be to God, though, that there is a but in John's gospel. But to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Those who accepted Jesus' gift of salvation became his light shining in the darkness of their generation and every generation since. That many of us in the room believe in Jesus is proof of his incarnation. For those before us incarnated the hope, peace, joy, and love of Jesus to us.
My prayer for all the faithful this Christmas Eve is that we continue making Jesus tangible to the world around us. Because quite frankly, the generations present in our world desperately need Jesus. John ends the incarnation like this, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father full of grace and truth. Notice that the glorious light of Jesus is seen in his grace and truth. The truth is that Jesus is the only son of the living God. The truth is is that the only way for your soul to experience eternal life is through Jesus. The truth is that Jesus offers life on both sides of death, and what he offers presently is a life of hope, peace, joy, and love, even in the middle of darkness. And whether or not you agree with me that Jesus is the incarnation of God, I think we can all agree that the world is a very dark place. So wherever you see a light in the darkness, know that light is Jesus. And, and I know that some of you are, are here tonight and have only seen Jesus' light from a distance. You've, you've seen the light of Jesus' hope and peace and joy and love, but you've never received his gift into your heart. Please don't leave here tonight without opening the gift of Jesus, for he is the Christmas gift to end all Christmas gifts. You know, the greatest gift my parents ever gave me was the gift of Jesus Christ. And they, along with so many others, made Jesus tangible to me. Now, the, the gift of the song and the Savior they gave to me, I give to you. That you may seriously consider the incarnation of Jesus the Christ, who moved into our neighborhood. That you might become a forever child of the God who loves the world so much that he gave his only begotten son. Sweet little Jesus boy They made you be born in a manger Sweet little holy child Didn't know who you were Didn't know you'd come to save us, Lord To take our sins away Our eyes were blind We could Treats me meanly too, but that's how.
have shown us how we are trying. Master, you done have shown. Even when you Just seems like we can't do right. Look how we treated you. But please, sir, forgive us, Lord. We didn't know was you. Boy, born long time ago, sweet little holy child, and we didn't But for those who received him, for those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, not born of natural descent or a human decision or a father's will, but born of God himself. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, full of grace and truth. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Merry Christmas.